Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 22, How to Get Moving and Find Motivation in Your Life. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mom of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to find more confidence, to feel less stress in your life, and to look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hi gang, how's it going? Is spring coming to your house? I'm just wondering. I really hope it's coming to mine. I mean, I really love winter until about February, and then I'm pretty done with it, and I'm ready for sunshine again. And, you know, with this weather that we have here in Utah, I just always kind of feel this lack of motivation in February, March. I don't know if it's because I'm tired of winter or because it's just kind of cold and gray or what. But it usually kind of happens for me this time of year. And so I kind of want to talk about this. And that's kind of the reason for my podcast today is I was thinking about sort of this lack of motivation that I've been feeling and kind of what's going on. So I wanted to visit this topic because I think it might be of a lot of value to you and to all of us on this subject of motivation And more importantly, what I hear the most probably from my clients is how can I get motivated when I don't feel motivated? So I started thinking about this and kind of the first question I started asking myself is, well, what really is motivation? So of course I had to look it up and I found a definition that was basically, it said that it's an interest or an enthusiasm to do something. So, all right, so that's motivation then. So then the next question I was thinking then, or what are the things that motivate me in my life? What is What creates that enthusiasm to do something for me? And then I also asked myself another question. I was just thinking about this podcast and that was, well, you know, if I know what motivation is and what how it's created in my life, then how do I create motivation for myself when I don't feel motivated? So we're going to kind of talk about each one of these for just a minute today and kind of discover kind of what motivation is and, and how we figure out how to motivate ourselves. So, you know, what really is motivation? Is it an action? Is it a feeling? Is it a thought? And as I thought about this, I kind of came to the conclusion as I most of the time do that motivation is a feeling, but that feeling is created by how we think. So when we think in a motivating way, if we think a motivating thought, then we feel motivation and motivation is really kind of that feeling that drives us to do what we do. And I've talked so many times before about our feelings are really that driving force in our life. So for me, I would kind of describe it myself as being in a place where I have the energy to do the things that I either need to get done or that I'd like to get done. And motivation is often that fuel that drives me to do what I do. So if motivation is the fuel, then the thoughts are the gas station. Now stick with me on this analogy. 
the gas station, which is sort of our thoughts, is what provides a way for us to fuel our car. And then once we've filled up our brains with these motivating thoughts or our cars, then that motivation becomes that gas that fuels the car. And then the car becomes in motion. And that's when things really start to happen. So when we're thinking about what motivating thoughts help you be motivated and drive some sort of action, I want you to think about some of these questions that I asked myself so that I could kind of figure out what are the thoughts that are really fueling me and helping me to either be motivated or not motivated. So I just want you to think about these for a minute. What motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Probably never thought about it, right? But there's something, there's a thought that motivates you to get out of bed or an emotion. What motivates you to eat? Maybe you just say, well, it's hunger. But there's probably a thought that happens before that. What motivates you to go to school or to work? What motivates you to pursue your goals? What motivates you to be in a relationship or have good friendships? What motivates you to do things that you want to do in your life? And the counter side of that is what motivates you to do the things that you don't want to do in your life. So you know what all these answers to all these questions have in common? Our thoughts. Our thoughts about any one of these things are what start us getting out of bed. And then, of course, there's a feeling that creates which drives us to get out of bed. Does that make sense? So. Do you ever get tired of me telling you that life is how we choose to think about it? I hope you don't, but it's true. I wouldn't tell you this all the time if I didn't believe it's true. The mind is so powerful. So I've talked to several clients this week who are also feeling a lack of motivations in their lives right now. Some are feeling unmotivated in school with tests and assignments and kind of finishing out the semester. We're kind of in crunch time and Some are feeling kind of unmotivated to even get out of bed. Now, I will tell you that I see a lot of this in the winter months and in the cold climates. I will be honest. Some of us, including me, who don't get to see a lot of sun and who live in kind of a cold and gray climate can suffer from a form of winter depression, which makes us feel kind of low and not very motivated. Some of that has to do with what we think about and and, and the things, you know, will cause us to feel something about the client. Um, so I was curious what thoughts I think when I get into March and that cause me to feel unmotivated. There are things like, oh, I don't want to go anywhere today. It's too cold. Is that motivating? Mm-hmm. Uh, another thought I have is, oh, everything's just dark and gray today. Unmotivating. And here's, here's one that I occasionally. And it is, I want to crawl back into bed or curl up with a good book and a blanket by the fireplace and do nothing. And you know what? Sometimes I do that. Actually, I just give myself a break. I'm like, man, I'm just going to kind of stay in and do what I want today. And, but just, just that I have to, you know, understand that when I'm thinking those kind of ways, I'm not going to feel motivated. Now, sometimes this winter depression actually can be from not getting enough vitamin D from the sunshine. And that, that causes us to kind of lose energy. You know, I had a doctor a few years ago that told me when I was just kind of struggling with 
Ugh, everything's dark and gray and cold. He suggested that I just, when it's sunny, pull up a chair by the window and just sit in the sunshine. Kind of like cats like to do. You know how they like to sit in the sunshine? Um, and just pull a chair in and let the light just kind of hit your face for about 15 minutes a day. And something about kind of letting the light get in your eyes and on your face just kind of somehow brightens things up and helps you to feel better. And maybe that's just my thoughts. I don't know, but it does seem to make me feel better. So motivation is really the, the feeling that we love to have that drives us to get things done. So then the question would remain, what thoughts motivate you to action? Have you ever really thought about it? It can kind of be hard to identify at times what that is. So as you're thinking about this, I'm going to give you some ideas. So do thoughts of maybe pleasing other people motivate you? I know there's been times in my life and still to this day when trying to please other people is a motivation for me. I need, I need to please them. It's driven by that thought. Um, maybe a thought of reward motivates you like, well, if I get this done today, then I can do such, such and such. You know, I think money oftentimes is a motivating factor at our job. Like, hey, if I get this amount of money, then I can buy, you know, A, B, and C. Maybe in school, it's thoughts about like, I, you know, if I do this, then I can get a good grade and that will help me be motivated. And right. Do you see how, how it's kind of being motivated the, the good grade is being motivated by what those good grades will provide us. Or even in a relationship, maybe it's these thoughts that I would like to have love or approval in my life that motivates us to do something. So, you know, that's some of the things I also think that our values and expectations, which those are, you know, groups of thoughts, um, those can really drive a lot of what we do. And I think most of the time wanting to feel a certain emotion is going to drive our motivations, right? So I was thinking about this and trying to think of some examples in my own life. So every summer, our family takes a trip to our favorite place on earth. It really is for all of us. And it's Lake Powell and it's on the Utah, Arizona border. And it's this beautiful place. And we always have so much fun there, but I'll be honest for me, I'm now the mom. It was way funner when I was a teenager and young adult, but as the mom, now it's kind of a ton of work for me. There's, you know, planning the menu and picking up the food and buying the food and getting the drinks and making the food and bringing all the bedding for the houseboat that we stay on and games to play for everybody and entertainment. Now, why, why would I be motivated to go to that kind of work? I've actually thought about that a little bit. Like, why do I do this? It's just, I've just signed myself up for so much work. What are those thoughts that are driving that motivation for me to do that? because it's the thoughts that I create that help me to feel something. So as I've thought about this, I really have lots of thoughts of like, I love my family being together. I love making memories. I, I want my kids to play together and keep those good relationships. That's really important to me. And so even though it's a lot of work, I'm happy to do it so that we can have these kind of experiences so that I can feel like my family's a success. So I can feel like we're having fun together you know, I guess my thought driving that would be something like, I love seeing my kids play together and have fun together. That's really my motivating factor. And I'm learning as my kids are getting older that I can actually ask them for help. So I don't, I'm not doing quite so much. And man, I'll tell you, that's pretty motivating too, right? Did you know that oftentimes another motivation can be fear? Fearful thoughts create 
sometimes motivation for us. And we want to look at this and see, is this, I, I don't know, is it productive for us or not? Maybe it is. But I, I thought about this a little bit. I'm like, why do I do certain things? And some of it's out of fear. If we have fearful te- thoughts about this test of school or what grade we might get and worry about what the future may hold, if we, you know, depending on this, then we work pretty hard. So we don't have to fear, you know, bombing the test and having to deal with those things or, you know, not getting into medical school, getting a diploma. So fear can be that motivating factor. You know, sometimes I think I'm motivated to do things um, because I have thoughts that um, people will think certain things of me if I do or do not do those things. You know, I think for a long time, for much of my life, I've kind of gotten up and gotten showered and I get myself all dolled up and dressed and makeup and hair and everything. And I, when I look back and I'm like, Hey, what was motivating me? I think there were thoughts of being enough and that if I did those things then I would be enough. And so those things motivated me into some action. Just interesting, isn't it? Other times I think, especially as a teenager, I was very motivated by thoughts that, Oh, I don't want to get into trouble. And so I remember my curfew in high school, my parents set a curfew for us and it was midnight. And I'll be honest, I was pretty motivated to get home because I didn't want to deal with the thoughts that I was going to get into trouble and get grounded and get the car taken from me or whatever. So that was, that was pretty motivating. So it's interesting. Sometimes those things are positive things motivating us. And sometimes even, you know, other emotions that we might not consider positive or driving those things. So I want to kind of ask yourself now, you know, we, we know what thoughts create motivation. So what thoughts create a lack of motivation? And I see this a lot in my practice. I I see young adults with a couple of big reasons for lack of motivation. And one of those is thoughts of being overwhelmed or being tired. And when we're thinking, oh, I'm so overwhelmed, there's so much to do, I'm so tired, that those thoughts are creating that overwhelm and those tired things. And so when I see overwhelmed and tired, almost always lack of motivation is right there with them. Sometimes I also see see some things that actually um, create a lack of motivation and also can get us really stuck are things like, I don't know what to do, or I don't know how to do it. And so we just, we just don't do things. We're not motivated to them because we think we don't know what to do or how to do them. And there's, that creates a huge lack of motivation. And that kind of thinking is never going to fuel the motivation we want for ourselves. So I want to take a look for a minute. And I just want to, you know, contrast two different types of thoughts. One is motivating, one isn't. I want you to kind of test yourself and see if this theory really proves true. Okay, so the first thought would be, I love coaching young adults and I want to help each of them. Now, that is actually one of my um, kind of, Uh, motivating thoughts that I have in my business that I think about a lot. Like I really do. I'm motivated by wanting to help them and thinking that way helps me feel motivated and moves me forward in my business. And to be honest, sometimes they're not. So an, an opposite thought would be coaching young adults and their problems makes me tired. Now, can you see how just thinking that alone makes me feel pretty unmotivated? It's just like, no, this is, this is too tiring, right? Okay, let's go to another one. Here's a motivating thought. Going to school is going to give me tons of options and opportunities and help me succeed. Feels pretty motivating, right? Like, yeah, this is going to drive me to success. 
here's an unmotivating thought. School is dumb and I don't even see the point in going to classes. And I hear this all the time. Well, if you think school is dumb and that there's no point to classes, guess what? You will self-fulfill that and you'll think school is dumb and that there you won't go to class. Because we often fulfill, self-fulfill what we think. Okay, here's another one. Motivating thought. Exercise gives me energy and gives me men gives me mental and physical energy. Wow, did you get that? <laughs> anyway, believing that exercise gives me energy and helps me feel healthy and strong, that's pretty motivating for me. Helps me get out of bed and, and maybe get on that treadmill. Now, exercise, here's an unmotivating one. Exercise makes me tired and sore and sleepy. Wow. Guess what? I feel tired and sore and sleepy, right? It's super unmotivating. Here's another one. Here's the last one. Dating is fun to get to know lots of different people. A little more motivating. Like, yeah, dating might actually be fun. But here's the opposite. I, and I hear this quite a bit. Dating stinks because all the girls or all the guys are crazy. I hear that a lot. Oh, there's no good girls out there. They're all crazy. Or there's no great guys out there. They're all dumb. Not very motivating, is it? When you're thinking about dating, it's kind of like, yeah, that doesn't sound very fun. So do you see how two different thoughts can either create that motivation or this lack of motivation that I'm talking about? I've been thinking so much about this since, um, you know, I decided to do this podcast, but I thought about overall in my life, my thoughts and desires um, to have a good relationship with my husband and have a good foundation for my children is definitely one of the biggest driving factors um, for motivation in my life. But much of what I do is so that I can think those things and feel those things and have those things in my life. Um, it motivates a lot of what I do. I also have noticed that our beliefs and our value systems, which are nothing more than groups of thoughts, those things can motivate us to do a lot of things in our lives based upon how we look at those things and what we actually believe the benefit is to believing those things. You know, if you have thoughts about a, a higher power or the afterlife or things like that, um, and, you know, you see that a lot in, in, in some of the world religions, but the, those become a, a great motivating factor in people's lives for wanting to do good or wanting to be good um, because of something that may happen later. So, um, you know, for me, who's pretty religious, um, that's a pretty big motivating factor for me and my values and wanting to be a certain person and show up a certain way um, is really a motivating factor to me. And because this is who I want to be and who I want to show up in the world and in my relationship, that belief system, those religious beliefs motivate me to do a lot of what I do. You know, one other thing that I've noticed is um, a great motivator for me is um, I have lots of thoughts of helping people and contributing to the world and people's lives. And it really has driven me to do what I've done in all my careers in my adult life. You know, I went, I graduated in teaching and was a school teacher that was motivated by wanting to help people. Um, and then a full-time mom was to raise my own kids and help them and now a life coach. But in all cases, all of that was motivated and driven by a desire to help people. And it really makes me happy and feel accomplished in my life and, and feel a lot of purpose in helping other people. Now that might not be the case for you, but for me, I've been able to learn and identify that that is a really motivating thing for me. So now that I've given you some ideas, I want, you know, and I hope that you'll think about this a lot after the podcast, you can kind of figure out what your motivations are 
you know, are for things. Now that we've talked about that though, I want, I want to give you a couple of tools that I have that might help you feel some motivation when you're feeling unmotivated, which we all do it. There are times when we just don't feel very motivated, but I, but I, I think these tools are really helpful in helping you to change that and be, and become more motivated if that's what your goal is. The first tool that I have is called the big why. Um, you know, I was talking to a client last week who was feeling unmotivated about school and they're only about five weeks out from finals week and just feeling really unmotivated to do anything in school, tests, assignments, quizzes, anything. You know, so what do we do to find the motivation to finish out these last five weeks of the semester? Well, figure out what your big why is. And this is what I asked the client. What was this main thinking, excuse me, that was driving our emotion? So in this case, I asked this client, why do you want to go to school? Why do you want to finish the semester? Why do you want to get good grades? What's the purpose? And when this person really thought about it, they said, well, I want to go to school because I believe it'll help me be successful in life. I want to get good grades because it gives me options. And if I decide to go to graduate school, it gives me options. I want to finish out the semester so that I don't have to retake any classes and waste my time and money. So if you see how all of his thoughts are creating kind of a big why that creates his reasons and kind of his fuel for wanting to be motivated to push through this last, you know, part of the semester and to finish out strong. And, um, you know, he also, this, this client talked about, you know, in five weeks, it's all over. And they also don't want to feel this disappointment. But when we identified why this client wanted to go to school to begin with, it really helped him to be more motivated, more, more motivated because we helped him see, you don't have to go to school. You don't have to finish the semester, but if you do find your big why, and then let that be a motivating factor for you. So the other tool I was thinking of is that I want you to take a couple of words out of your vocabulary. And one is should. And the other is have to. I want to take that out of your thoughts. So think about this. I have to get good grades. Tell me, is that motivating? No, it sounds like drudgery. It sounds like we're being forced. We're not being forced. You can choose to get good grades. You can choose to get good grades so that you can expand things later. But you don't have to get good grades. Here's another one. I should be kind to my roommate. Well, how motivating is that? Like that again, it feels like we're like under this, you know, shadow that tells us we have to be kind to our roommate. We should be kind to our roommate. Well, maybe you shouldn't be. You have to decide what that motivating factor is, but just feeling the drudgery of I like should be, that's not very helpful. It doesn't drive what we want. Here's another one. I have to get an A in that class or I'm a failure. Again, just puts a ton of pressure on us. Do you see that? It, it It's not very motivating. when and, and that one's kind of coming from fear. Do you see that? And fear is not very motivating, honestly. Occasionally it is, but most of the time it's not. You know, so what if instead we replace these ideas, you know, of shoulds and haves to with, I choose to get good grades. I choose to go to school. I choose to work. I choose to hang out with my friends. But there's no shoulds or haves tos. It just makes us feel like we're not in control and like we are at the mercy of someone else. So let's just jump in the driver's seat and do, do things because we want to and we choose to, not because we have to. 
And my third and final tip is this, figure out what you are thinking when you are feeling motivated to do something. Like maybe you jump up and you're excited about something. Maybe excitement is motivating to you and feeling excited and thinking exciting thoughts about the day. You're going to want to figure out what you're thinking when you're not feeling very motivated as well, so that you can be aware of when those thoughts come to your mind. You're like, oh, this is what's going on. My brain's offering me this really unmotivating thought. As I always say that thoughts are what drive our emotions. So if motivation is something we feel, then we've got to figure out what those motivating thoughts are that help us feel motivated. And then guess what our actions and results are going to be like? Well, of course, they're going to be more motivated. So again, I just want to review a couple of these things that we've talked about today. Number one, find out what motivates you. Figure out what the drive is, what those thoughts are that create motivation for you. Number two, decide how you want to feel about what you're trying to do. Do you want to feel excited or do you want to be mad or do you, whatever it is, but one will drive motivation, one won't. Number three, I want you to figure out what your big why is. Why are you doing what you're doing? And is it coming from this, you know, place of being true to yourself and true to what you really want, or are you doing it to please other people? Figure out that big why. Um, take all the number four is take all the shoulds and have tos out of your vocabulary. No more. We're not, we're not, we're choosing to do things. We don't have to do anything. And the last and final thing is figure out what are motivating thoughts for you and then repeat those things that to help you feel motivation. Don't you feel so motivated now? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but at least this is helping you to become a little more aware of what creates motivation and how, if you don't have it, how you can get it. But I really hope that I've been able to just, you know, help you think about what is the motivating things in your life and becoming aware of that is going to be huge. If you have any questions or you need any help with getting motivated, please reach out to me. You can always contact me by going to directyourlifecoaching.com and I'd be more than happy to help you work through these lack of motivations and Sometimes little funks we get ourselves into in our lives. I'd always, I'm always more than happy to help you. So just reach out and we can, we can solve this, this little thing, this little issue for you. So that's really all I have for today. I hope that you're feeling a little more motivated or at least knowing the sources of where motivation comes from and how you can get it. And I hope it's been helpful. Have a great one, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence and a new way to look at your life, come, let me help you. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.